This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1722. Stress Management Activities for Your Relationship by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Greg Audino. Happy to have you back for another episode of ORD. We'll be talking today about stress management as we cover another great post by one of our recurring writers, Laura Dabney. Also, a reminder to all of you that I answer plenty of questions about stress management and relationships and a whole lot else in our Q&A episodes of ORD. We had one the other day, and uh, there is one coming up in the next week as well. There are a lot of relatable real-life examples there, and I like to think that the answers I provide are useful uh, to both those who send the questions in and, of course, those who listen and find themselves in similar situations. So definitely give those a listen, and if you have something that you are struggling with that you would like my help with, you can email your question to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Your identity will be kept totally anonymous, and I will answer your question on the show and via email. The door is always open. Here today, though, we've got some great reading to get to, so let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Stress Management Activities for Your Relationship by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com. If your relationship feels stressful, there is a way to manage the stress with these five stress management strategies. When discussing stress management techniques, think about it like a football game. A good coach will use offensive and defensive strategies to confront the problem on the team. In a relationship, we must do the same. Offensive Strategies Preemptive Strike When thinking about offensive strategies, think of it like putting a pebble in a stream. You are taking some action to disrupt the flow. You are feeling the stress in your relationship, and you take action. Taking action could be making a statement, requesting a time to talk, creating time to talk, an activity. It could be anything to disrupt a flow that's not working for you. The preemptive strike is for the problems that keep recurring. There's an ongoing problem. You see them. You feel them you deal with them, you know they are going to come back up. The preemptive strike is a way to stop it before it happens. What happens a lot of time is you get in the middle of the problem by trying to talk about the problem or deal with it, but the emotions are high and it ends up in an argument. The preemptive strike is talking about when you sense the problem is coming up, but before it comes up. That way, tempers are cooler. It's as simple as saying, I suspect this problem is coming up, and I'd like to talk to you about it. Doing it this way avoids the problem and gets it resolved. Postmortem. Postmortem talks are talking about the problem after it has happened, but before it goes underground. People have a problem, they keep having a problem, and they want to keep the problem down the road because it's calm now. They don't want to talk about it because they don't want it to erupt again. This is not a good strategy because when things get buried, they tend to blow. Postmortem comes after the problem when tempers are calm, but before it's a distant memory. It's as simple as saying, the issue that happened last night didn't go the way I wanted. Can we please try again? Defensive strategies. Defensive strategies are like removing the pebble from the stream, letting the flow continue unimpeded. Protective time. Protective time is so vital to your relationship and in stress management It is when you and your significant other agree and follow through on making time for just yourselves, regularly. It's on the calendar, it is not to be interrupted or interfered with, 
everything else goes around the protective time. Examples. Get up 30 minutes earlier to have coffee together. Meet after lunch but before dinner for tea or a drink on the porch. Sit down after dinner once the kitchen is cleaned and the kids are in bed and have dessert together. The key to protective time is you're not going to have a deep discussion, have activities that can't be interrupted. You don't want to get into a deep movie or show, or both have ear pods on where you can't hear each other. This is about looking at your calendar together, or reading the paper or a magazine together. It's hanging out together. If there's something that's been going on, now you have the time to talk about it because you have time set aside on the calendar daily. Bridge statements. Bridge statements are the pivoting. It's a way to move from an unexpected display of emotion to protect their relationship. It's a line that helps you get away from a situation that is going to run away from itself. It could be something like, I said I would listen to what you had to say, but I find myself thinking about work. Let me take care of that, and I'll get right back to you. Let's stop. This discussion is causing me to be angry, and I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to head to the office, I'll be back before dinner, and we'll try again. By saying these statements, you're doing two things. Admitting to a feeling, and you're not punishing the person. Those two factors make it a bridge statement. Admission statement. A lot of people tend to be perfectionistic, and that can get in the way of a relationship. Call it a wedge, because it wedges right in there and causes distance. Admissions are our way of empathizing and connecting with our partners. The admission of a fault or shortcoming helps you connect with your partner's faults or shortcomings. Just as we celebrate happy moments, admissions are a way of empathizing with each other over not-so-great things. Example. If your partner says something along the lines of, This pie crust you're making from scratch calls for lard. Do you know where to get that? Perfectionistic statement. Lard is bad for you. Admission statement. You know, I don't even know what lard is, do you? Do you see the difference that an admission statement makes? Let's say your partner says, You know, there are some mornings I just don't feel like going to church. Perfectionistic statement. We promise to go every Sunday. Admission statement. Yeah, some mornings I feel like being lazy too. Such a big difference. You don't have to correct, write, or hold your partner's feet to the fire. Doing that causes problems and pushes you away from your partner. Admitting, agreeing, or understanding is a way to get closer. You just listened to the post titled, Stress Management Activities for Your Relationship, by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com. Really interesting take by Laura today. Uh, this idea of thinking in terms of offensive and defensive strategies. I really like this idea, not only because of the relatability, but because it offers us an invitation to really remind ourselves and be aware of the impact of our strategies. You know, oftentimes we deploy strategies for stress management or anything else that just feel good and make us feel as though they'll bring some type of progress. Well, this form of action taking is a step in the right direction for sure. It's still always best to remind ourselves of the specific effects it's going to have on the relationships we're in and the other people involved. So thinking in terms of offense and defense really allows us to see beyond you know, our quick instinctual urges. 
enough that if necessary, we become more likely to change to a different tactic that is still beneficial to us, but even more so to our partners. And that brings us to the end, everyone. I appreciate you all being here today. I enjoyed this piece by Laura. I really hope you did as well. We've got more great content for you coming the rest of this week, so don't miss out. And I'll be back with you for another post tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.